Yes. So yeah, we got we, a we got a late August podcast we got, out. Yeah, we 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 did our uh, start of August podcast at the start of September, and then and then we just skipped uh, doing a podcast for September, um, and and here we are, and it's October, and we're doing a uh, so yeah, this is a two monther. This is a this is a big. Big, 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 big stride. A big. Yes. I'm looking for a good, fun metaphor here. This is this is episode 188 of the Metafilter uh, monthly podcast. By the way, uh, I'm Josh Cortex Millard, and I'm Jessamine. And here we are. Um, so yeah, we're, we're we're taking our big our big leap. Our this is our moonshot. Our I, I'm I'm really our what I'm, now? I was like you know like a great you know you know I was saying giant you know big leap giant leap mankind Neil Armstrong. I don't know. I'm, I'm swimming in a sea of, uh, of of ungestated metaphors. I, mm. I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> do you remember when we recorded the last podcast? <laughs> I think I think it was the I think it was the start of August. So I think we we are just hitting about like I think we're basically kicking everything from August and September into the up for grabs bin here. In terms okay. of things we, Good. That we discussed. Was, that was just what I was sort of yeah. trying to figure out looking at my bookmark lists. Trying to figure out which ones. Because as you know, I use bookmarks as podcast indicators. Yes. I, 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 you know, I, I use basically entirely on-site tools for that. I, uh, I, I go through my recent activity and I go through uh, the occasional favorite I'll throw on something. And uh, if it's not there, then I've forgotten about it entirely, which is not great because sometimes I look at a thread and I'm like, oh, that's kind of fun. And then I don't like do one of those things. But it also means I don't have to think about, uh, you know, any other sort of formal bookmarking process at all. I just right. uh, have less material to work with. Right. Which is why our, our podcasts are so famously brief. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> how's, how's, how's house life? You know, it's super mixed, right? Like, I'm sort of telling everybody it's the worst Airbnb I've ever stayed in. <laughs> but it's kind of like almost what you want out of like a weird Airbnb in that it's kind of big. You can move around in it and, you know, look at various things. It's weird. It's it's a neat location. So, like, I moved... Um, I bought this house in the middle of August. I moved at the very end of August, meaning the movers showed up and moved my stuff two and a half blocks up the road. Uh, and then I've been unpacking since then and, you know, running into people at the store. Like, hey, you unpacked yet? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Really? Who says that? That's so weird. Um, so... You know, I've got the important stuff set up. I've got my office. I've got my bedroom. The kitchen's working and nice. It's way too big, which I knew, you know, like I knew going into it. It was the right house at the right price, or it was almost the right house. It was the right location and the right price and the right time. So the fact that it wasn't quite the right house is like, eh, not that big a deal. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as anybody knows with home buying, there's an awful lot of front loading of shit you have to deal with, you know, like turn the furnace on or the boiler on earlier in the week and it started pissing water onto the floor. So you got to call a guy, <laughs> right? And it's got two bathrooms and in the main bathroom, the toilet is basically not working. So you got to call a guy, you know, and, and it's like kind of like that on and on and on. If you're yeah. lucky to get the guy, 
very lucky to get a really good plumber still nice. trying to figure out an electrician. Don't need an electrician, but will at some point need an electrician, and it's good to, like, yeah. have a guy. Um, yeah, and, and, and the older the house, the, the more you might need an electrician. Yeah, um, and this house is 100 years old. It's got some original wiring and mostly redone wiring, which is good, yeah. um, but almost no grounded outlets, not very many outlets. You know, like, my bedroom has one outlet, and yeah. it's not grounded, and that's wild, you know? Because, like, I've got, like, a charger and a lamp and a fan, and maybe that's it, but it's still, like, three things, and I've got two plugs. Oh, and my electric mattress pad warmer. Uh, <laughs> based, based on very small sample sizes, that feels like a very, like, old New England house thing. Yeah. Uh, like just not enough outlets and uh, not enough grounded outlets by far. Um, I yeah, mean, like it, it, it's an old rooms. architecture thing too. It was like it was that it was like that in the apartment building I lived in for years downtown in the early two thousands, where it was like, but it was like an old nineteen thirties apartment building that had been, you know, not all that redone since the nineteen thirties and. Uh, yeah, yeah, like there's a couple rooms that have like a panel of grounded outlets that were clearly put in decently recently right yeah. but like you know house was built in 1900 1910 something like that yeah when like electricity wasn't really a priority and it was lived in by like one family that kind of got old in this house and then bought by another family who got old in this house so kind of really by the time uh you know it was a rental property for a couple years before i bought it and no one was really living here besides, like, the very elderly lady who lived here. So, like, not as many improvements were done as might have been done. On the other hand, sure. it was priced to sell. Like, cool, right? So, you know, it's it's really kind of mixed. Like, I'm not at the point where I can just walk into the house and feel like I can be like, ah, I'm just going to live in this house. Yeah. You know? I'm like, oh, I got a pile of curtains. I got to figure out where they're going to go or like I got a bunch of windows I have to reglaze or I have a bunch of you know I need a couch how do you get a couch kind of thing yeah um but the house itself great neighborhood great I live next door to someone I banned from Metafilter great. <laughs> <laughs> who's actually a friend uh and is just not right for Metafilter yeah. and no know, I, I think I think I remember the context there yeah 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 and so <laughs> You know, there's a bunch of people who have been helping me out with various stuff, which I appreciate, but it's a little weird being like the lady who lives alone in the big house, you know, because people have a combination of like, oh, are you going to get roommates or like, oh, my husband keeps going over to help you with stuff. And I'm like, ah, like, <laughs> I don't need him to like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm never I, I don't want to I don't want to grab somebody else's helper to be my helper. So I'm mostly my own helper, but every now and again, I get in kind of over my head. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, internet works. Office is nice. Radiators are cool. The bathroom reno will wait. The kitchen is fine. I like it even if other people don't. I feel like that's the nature of bathroom renos. Yeah. Like I mean, it's... it's a weird bathroom. It's got like two sinks and like tile, I mean, not tile, but like those sort of vinyl floor tiles that have yeah. to date from like the 60s or 70s. Like yeah. I get the feeling the place was renovated once by the people who bought it in the 60s. 
oh, listen, it's actually somebody honking outside. Um, and then, and then they kind of didn't touch it again. And like, it doesn't matter, you know, but it's, it's a little wild because they clearly lived in it. Like, have you ever like gone into somebody's house and you're like, wow, you live in this like this? That's really, <laughs> huh? <laughs> I got to find the, uh, the goofy meme for that. Uh, it's like, damn girl, you live like this, I think is the, I'll find it. Wait, there's a meme? Uh, <laughs> there is. Oh, it's, it's not girl. It's, it's the B word. Um, <laughs> oh no. To, oh no. I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll just find it. Um, I, I hate knowyourmeme.com on like principle because I feel like it's exactly the sort of like gross quasi information source monetized cheeseburger bullshit but uh sometimes it's definitely the most forthright way to uh i find it helpful for meme looking up in though yeah no it's like i, I it's, it's helpful it's like it's like if there was you know um i don't know wow i, I have I, never I, even seen this one information kiosk uh, in a shit-filled kiddie pool, I guess is sort of the vibe I have. I don't know. I feel like I'm being mean, but also I feel like I'm not. I, I don't know. Knowyourmeme.com's like design and information and management and ad tech decisions are yeah. firmly on the side of, boy, you are not motivated by a specifically desire to do the right thing here, are you? Yeah. But, uh, whatever. Yeah, so at any rate, like the bathroom is bizarre. Um but like, again, I have just sort of moved past it in my mind because I'm like, I'm going to deal with it later. Okay. But every, you know, every now and again, somebody walks in and they're like, what? And I'm like, well, I don't know. It came this way. <laughs> I like a weird house. Like, yeah. and it's, it's easier to like a weird house that you don't actually have to deal with the weirdness of long term. So like, I like a weird house away. I like a dog. You know, it's great to like scritch other people's and not have to think about it after that. But. Um, but I do like a weird house. I'm, I'm, I'm glad in a in, entirely sort of selfish, I appreciate this aesthetic experience you're having sort of way Sure. that you have a well, weird house. Well, and I, I appreciate that, but it's more helpful if I think of it as not my house. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. Having some sort of like, uh, <laughs> trying to think of a good fake DSMV um, title for like, you know psychological house rejection or something yeah well because it's so funny like you know i walk people around people want to see the inside of it a lot and i walk them around and i'm like oh this that and the other and this i like and this i don't like so much and blah 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 and i was like and this is my fake bedroom and they're like what i'm like well this is the bedroom i tell people is my bedroom but my real bedroom is a cave in the back of the house and i don't want to talk about it Because, like, I like being in a room that is almost entirely dark. I've got a platform bed. Like, it's just and, – and it's fine. Like, I really like it. But if you show it to somebody and you're like, this is the bedroom of the person that owns the house. Like, they're like, why didn't you take, like, the big sunny bedroom? And you're like, because I'm not a big sunny person. But there is a guest room that's lovely. And uh, I think it makes people feel better if they think that's my bedroom. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're giving them psychological support. Exactly. Exactly. There's definitely a lot of that going on where they're like, well, this is weird. And I'm like, oh, no, I love this. And they're like, oh. <laughs> oh, whoops. So, yes, that's my uh, 
That's my little house thing. I moved entirely. Like I overlapped in September just so I could get my old place cleaned and whatever. Um, Oh, and that's my other complaint. This place was filthy when I moved in. Like the renters hadn't cleaned it. The woman I bought it from hadn't cleaned it. She spent like lots of time making videos on Facebook of like closing down her childhood home, which like, you know, hey, people have their nostalgia feels and you can't yeah. tell them to feel otherwise. But, but maybe, I'm like, uh, man, all the time you spend. Pick up a little while you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Like it was really just dirty. And like she was moving stuff out until like Monday afternoon and Monday was our closing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eh. Yeah, not great. Not great. Um, And she's going to live next door with the guy I banned for Metafilter um, when I, like, she lives in Paris most of the time, but she comes back here, which is the town she grew up in, for, you know, a couple weeks, three or two or three weeks every so often. And so when she comes back, she'll be living next door. All right. In my friend's guest room. In yeah. a wind with a with a window that overlooks my fake bedroom, which is another <laughs> reason it's not my real bedroom. <laughs> and like she and I are friends, we get along, but it is just a strange story. You know what I yep. mean? Uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> I think I think any a, any existing relationship that also somehow takes on board the transfer of ownership of a house is gonna like. It just gets a little bit lumpier. Like yeah, it's just a, well, it's a strange. Like it's a strange big thing. There's stuff. I have questions. I don't want to ask her a bunch of questions about it because I don't want to get a whole bunch of stories about her mother and growing up here. I just want, like, where's the shutoff for the thing? Uh, so I figure I'll just, like, keep a list. And Yeah. But, yeah. Well, let's uh, see. It is good. It was nice to shut down my place, which I got professionally cleaned, my little hey, apartment. go you. What um, a doobie. But yeah, it's um, it's interesting being in the same neighborhood, living in a different place. Because I lived in that old place for fourteen years. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Enough. Enough house talk. I assume your house is fine. My house is fine. Cool. I uh, let's see. I I I I bummed around it aggressively yesterday because I was feeling like absolute dog shit after getting a a, a booster on. Uh, oh yeah, I gotta get mine on Sunday. Um, I think. So I'm glad I did that, and I'm glad I feel like a human being again today. But yeah, yesterday was like, boy, that was a bullshit waste of a day. Well, it wasn't a waste of a day. Now you've got more immunity to uh, serious oh, sure. side no. effects of COVID. The the, the day itself was, uh, you know, yes. Well, and we didn't podcast last month because you were sick, and you oh, were that's pretty right. sure we, it we wasn't were... COVID, but yeah, like, I, was I, it I, COVID? I continue to be pretty sure. No, I mean, okay. I, I, I came clear on a series of things, and it didn't, like, it didn't persist in symptomatically relevant ways. I think I was just like, yeah, I was, got something and was down for a, a couple days there. Because, yeah, that's right, we had, we had tentatively scheduled sort of a mid-month one, then I'm like, I am just, nope. Um, and then time passed, as it is wont to do. Right. Um, but now here we are. Here we are. And then I hadn't heard from you, so I was like, I assume he has not died. Yes, exactly. Well, it's good um, to talk no, to you. No, trust me. If I, if, I, if I went and fucking caught COVID, everyone would find out because I'd be absolutely fucking pissed about it. Right. Fucking mask wearing, homebody, vaxxed and boosted, doing the things correctly. Uh, yeah. But. Uh, yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. But no, I'm perfectly healthy and have nothing to complain about it's stupid um 
<sighs> yes. Here we are. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll get my brain in this, this podcast game here any second now. Um, Metafilter stuff. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Metafilter stuff. Metafilter do, do, stuff? Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, one of the things I have noticed is I have spent an awful lot of time uh, in my home trying to figure out what the fuck goes where, you know? Because, like, sure. this room is shaped differently than the room this piece of furniture came from. Where does it go? Is this uh, post by uh, Thorough Burrow, um, which is basically talking about lumping and splitting, which you probably know about loosely. Just it, I it, assume because I assume it, you know about taxonomy stuff. It, it tickles something. I'm trying to remember the uh, um, the specifics that it's getting into, but. Um... Please continue. Well, you know, lumping is when you categorize stuff and more stuff gets connected to more stuff. Like, oh, these two birds are more or less the same. We're going to just call them the same bird. You know, variants on the same bird. Splitting is when you make more and more increasingly granular taxonomic categories from one larger category. And so you're like, these two birds have a subtle difference. We're going to call them two different birds. Yeah. And so this uh, post by Thoroughborough is kind of like a chatty post, but also, you know, because like tag yourself, which 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 are you? And it links to a um, an outfog thing talking about. Um... Oh, thank you. Easy YouTube video downloader that has up updated itself, man. Aww. Yeah. But it's talking about like, you know, with native um, and rare plants, the difference between, hey, these two plants are the same and these two plants are different or with any endangered species can really be the difference between, you know, saving the one species and not the other or saying these two are the same and maybe they're not um, endangered, blah, 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 blah. So it, yeah. it just turned into kind of an interesting, uh, you know, chatty, chatty thread not not even super chatty but i just kind of liked it because yeah. uh, i think for people who know who know about that kind of taxonomy thing they have yeah. opinions and so that is that is fun yeah absolutely you know talking about pluto is pluto a planet if you think so are you a lumper <laughs> and are what about series if you yeah are you you know it's like there's two kinds of people blah 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 blah, blah that yeah. kind of thing uh, so it's from August, so unfortunately nobody can uh, go in there and comment, but I liked it and I thought it was neat. And maybe someone can gin up an, an, a, a, a loosely related post that can, you know, let them make the arguments that they would have made if the thread had still been open. You know, you always waka be, waka. You always be canny. You know, Use all the same to... tags. Yeah. Um pulling up my shit i'm I, i'm i'm john you know what let, 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 let's just let's just start with something like low low hanging fruit um uh there's a post on the blue from yesterday about oh god Elon musk coming back around on the whole twitter thing that i'm not even going to sum it all up there's good uh stuff in the in the post and in the thread in particular is a good roundup of different uh, people doing explainers on the whole situation, which if you've not been following it and haven't heard me try and sum it up on a previous one, I'm not going to like do the whole thing right now, but basically 
maybe Elon Musk will be buying Twitter after all. I didn't or, understand why he wasn't going to at first. Like, I remember when this started and then it was all like breaking news that wasn't breaking and I stopped paying attention. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the very short version is no one knows really exactly why he decided to try and buy Twitter, but he did a... Uh, he, he did try to, and he made a genuine offer, and he even sort of shot himself on the foot for reasonable ways to back out of the offer if he didn't like it. And then, like, two weeks later, he seemed to want to back out of it after having shot himself on the foot on that front, and then Twitter sued him to basically say, no, look, you made a fucking deal with us. We expect you to do that. As we and he decided, you. and the, that's this is where I came back in again. So, like, yeah. the lawsuit was going to, like, start in a couple weeks, and he decided it might just be easier to buy it. Right. That that's sort of the theory. Although people who've been reading closely are more like the theory is by saying, "Hey, drop the lawsuit and I'll just buy it." He might get out of having to deal with uh, embarrassing discovery and very oh. badly losing the case. Oh. Um. There's been like there's been some text messages between him and other uh, millionaires <laughs> going around that's been stupid and embarrassing in a way that's not really surprising anyone who's like dealt with like a shitty tech person before but like definitely goes against the grain of like oh this billionaire genius who has really dumb fucking conversations with people over text messages it turns out yeah um anyway it's like so who fucking knows like i i, I kind of immediately regret bringing it up because like i'm tired of the guy and tired of the whole thing but also it's it's a weird big fucking legal and business spectacle and a lot of us use twitter so if you're curious about the current details of that the thread is a decent source of like all in all, what's going on, and and yeah, right, right, uh, right, neat. Okay, I may skip that, but it's yeah, good no, to it's, know that's there. <laughs> it's one of those things. Like it's like I, I I'm recommending it, and also like I'm not like recommending recommending it. <laughs> this is not like oh my, this is my thread of the last two months. It's like well, you know, if you're gonna read about this shit, you might as well read about it on Metafilter. So this is a uh, post that I liked by Metafilter World Peace. Um, which is a, uh, I know, right? I probably, I probably knew about the username, but I, I, I which links them, so. to a, uh, post, a, a website called the squeaky wheel, which is essentially the onion for disabled people by disabled people. All right. And so it basically takes a lot of the tropey shit that disabled people have to deal with all the time and turns it into, um, you know, amusing articles about stuff. So like, opinion, neurological condition might be all in your head, as an example of like <laughs> things people hear all the damn time. <laughs> Colleagues competing for employee of the year, scrambling to help perfectly capable disabled woman. Uh, the real superheroes, the mothers of the mothers of disabled children, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. like, it's funny the entire staff are people with disabilities. Uh, they, it, you know, it's well designed. It's interesting. It's got a whole bunch of current stuff. And I just thought it was, it was neat. And then the thread has, you know, disabled monopoly player panics as assets approach $2,000 because that's <laughs> getting in the way of your disability payments, yep, all of a sudden you're, et cetera, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. That's et cetera. some grim chucks. Cause like, yeah. <laughs> Right. Like, it's a good joke. And also, it's a good joke because fuck the way. Right. Uh... Yeah, but I, I enjoyed it. And I feel like for people who want to 
sort of more fully understand uh, the disability community if they're not a part of it, or if you're part of it and just want to be able to like get some laughs out of stuff. Uh, it was it was good. I just thought it was really interesting, and I was really interested in uh, in uh, in reading it. Yeah. No, that's great. I had not seen that. Yeah. Um, there is. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. There's chess drama. I think this has all played out since we last talked. Um, this is this is a thread that I like that's pretending to be a different thread that I also followed with interest. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I realize I, I I'm trying to think if I have a better way to set this up than just explaining his lengths. There. Okay. There was, let me talk about a different thing, for which there probably is a metafilter thread that I might have followed, but I haven't found it yet. Um, there was a, a, a drama in professional chess, a guy named Magnus Carlsen, who's like currently like the best chess player in the world, um, quit a tournament and accused sort of vaguely his opponent of cheating. His opponent, a 19-year-old who... Uh, has been sort of shooting up but is not rated as well as Magnus Carlsen um, but who beat Magnus Carlsen and Carlsen quit the tournament and then sort of like hinted at like oh yeah it's cheating but like for whatever reason didn't just say oh yes I know for a fact this guy cheated it's kind of hard to prove that someone cheated because you know if they get away with it then how would you know and if they get away with it how do you know that they didn't not cheat and just have a good game anyway it's it's a big thing because this Carlsen guy is like a big big huge name like you know he's like the reigning world champ i think um and this hit the popular consciousness a little bit more because instead of just being a story about like chess and cheating it was a story about chess and cheating and someone speculating that there could have been the use of concealed vibrating material to communicate the cheating information concealed which then transformed into like material which what? then well like like you know you could have a device that vibrates and then that translated into like um, yes what if it, we, there or whatever what, yeah, like, like you, know, you know, Morse code via vibration, something about like the state of it being sent in by a third party watching um, and then relaying it to a you know, chess simulator or something to get more information and come up with a good move. Um, and then maybe that was, maybe it's a vibrating butt plug is how that worked. Was like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember how it came in the conversation, but like. That sounds like it's the butt plug guy on Twitter, right? Like. Like, I don't know what it is, buttplug.io? Yeah, it's an open source oh, yes, standard yes, yes. and software project for controlling intimate hardware. And I follow them on Twitter because they're a good follow. Yes, I think I, them or someone else uh, had some stuff up on GitHub specifically about this. I think this is older than the, like, this buttplug.io stuff is definitely older than the... Uh, yeah, situation. but I'm just saying they're on Twitter and interact a yeah. lot, so it yeah. may have been yeah. I, yeah. I, I bet, jumped I bet into a been, conversation. Yeah, I bet they've been all over that. So if yes, yeah, so if you've seen an uptick in discussion of like butt plugs and yeah, anal beats, it's probably because of the professional chess world. So that's <laughs> like if so, you tell someone. Okay, who, <laughs> so now what does that have to do with this thread? This post is uh, this post. pretending to be related to that by having the title of chess dramas over and you know summing stuff up but this is actually about a much sillier milder thing where there's a guy who is a very good chess player and also plays a lot of online stuff who guested on a podcast with a guy who is a good chess player and like a chess podcaster and the the guy who's the host the 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 merely very good player um really likes this opening called the stafford opening which is a 
sort of oddball opening that not a whole lot of people like because it's not that great. And he got like the really, really good chess player to sort of commit to say, yeah, no, I'll, I'll play that in that tournament I'm going to play next week. I'll, I'll use the Stafford opening. And then the guy got around to that tournament. I was like, you know, I really spent some time thinking about the Stafford opening, and it just sucks. I'm not going to play it. And then the guy was like, hey, you know, he made a promise, and he didn't do it, and I'm just heartbroken. It's just indefensible. And then finally the guy's like, you know what? I'm going to play it. And he did oh, it, and he won. Sakes. And the whole thing is like it's non-drama, but it's like – right. It's it's a very it's cute, a different low drama. I get yeah. it. I get it. Ha! It's, okay. It, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Well, so, and it's so kind that's... of a masterful made post, right? Because you've got to understand the first story to understand why the post itself is exactly funny you know, at all. Like out of context, it just wouldn't work. Um, yes. But there's a link. There's a link in there in Klausun's post um, below the fold to some of the Magnus Carlson, Hans Nielman butt plug stuff. <laughs> um, nice. You know, it, this is. I mean, this that is, is ingenious, like, really. If you were doing that. Oh sure, yeah. Like it's not going to show up on a, a a pat down. I don't know that they pat down for, but like chess. you know, they they, they they definitely like the the specter of cheating is certainly an issue in chess, just like it would be in poker and and whatnot. So like I'm sure there's attempts at security and limitations on available devices and whatnot. Um. So yeah, if you can, if you can make it worth a butt plug, go for it. Ha. <laughs> but also, I think people just like an excuse to talk about butt plugs and anal beads. Sure. Um, so, like, you know, who doesn't? I mean, you and me. But other than that, <laughs> I don't. Know. I mean, I. I'm I don't want to talk to you about excuse, butt plugs. But... I'm just telling you. Well, right I don't. Up front. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't. No. We're nope. Fine. Um. Yeah. What else you got? <laughs> I always have to sort of break that to people. I'm like, I'm from New England, and I'm really like tight laced, and whatever that is, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I'm never sure if that's like evidence that I'm on the autism spectrum or if it's literally just evidence that I'm from New England. You know what I mean? But yeah. I'll like just not even butt plugs, but just in general, like I'll just flat out be like, I don't want to talk about that. And people will be like, what? I'll be like, I don't want to talk about it. And like, that's just not the way I think people operate like that. You know, they change yeah. the subject or do other things that are more elegant. Yeah. And uh, I'm just like, no. Nah. I want to talk about it. Stop talking about blood plugs. No. Or whatever. So thanks, Josh, for not talking yeah. about blood plugs. Thank you for You're not blood plugging. Um, what else I have? 20 years of language hat. Oh, I also had a birthday hey. last month. We could have podcasted oh, yeah, happy and birthday. been like, hey, happy birthday. But I'm now 54 yeah. years old. It's cool. It's at the upper end when you're filling out a survey of like the second to last like age Cohort range. Before you get into like 55 plus. Yeah, either 55 plus, which I think means I can join AARP or they'll take anyone, right? Or it's like 55 to 65 and then it's like 65 and older. You know yeah. what I mean? So I enjoy yeah, telling hitting, people my you're age. you one of those. Uh, and, you know, 54 is nice. It's, uh, it's uh, oh, it's nine a nine great. Six. It's a great number. It's uh, two times three to the third. Right? Right? How cool is that? It's, it's a good one. Jim was like, it's three times three times two times two. And I'm like, no, it isn't. <laughs> Close. <laughs> but like, he went to Carnegie Mellon. Like, he knows math. He just, nah, you know. But yes, 54, good age, 53, ridiculous. Um, yeah. So, uh, yes, this thread by Beagle about Language Hat. Who language is, Hat. Who is kind of, you know, you know how people say, and here's another thing I don't know how, like, I've never said this out loud, but like, somebody's texting you and you're done texting with them and so you just like you leave it on read or you leave yeah. it on read what read is it 
Um, I, 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 I think red. Okay. Like, like, like as in it has been read. So you uh, leave it that you've read it, but you're not. Yeah, you leave it on red. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Leave it on red. Because, uh, yeah, we're selling my mother's house. Our realtor likes to text. We don't like to text with our realtor because she's just <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and she's in a group text with me and my sister. And, like, so I'll be, you know, back channeling with my sister. Like, do we have to reply to this? Kate's like, leave it on red. And I'm like, what? Since when are you hip? I don't understand this at all. <laughs> the whole reason I'm mentioning this is because Language Hat basically has Metafilter on red. You know what I mean? Like, I can see him coming into favorite, but, like, he doesn't interact as much as he used to yeah. although i believe i believe he showed up in this thread yeah no, um, he, he, he's there yeah and he's occasionally around um but uh his blog earlier uh became 20 years old and like man not only was he like an early very intelligent blogger on a niche topic that i think a lot of people were really interested in but like his blog is like consistently just really good and he's still doing it and it's just cool like the world is better for him being in it you know what i mean yep and i appreciated this post as basically being a the world is better for you being in it post yeah. you know what i mean made yeah, me exactly. really happy so beagle thank you and uh you know just a lot of people in the thread that are like hey nice job nice yeah. job nice job I, you know more good of, the, good more of that out. sort of thing thanks for being out here yes um, another thing which you probably saw on your uh, social media was there is a glass flute at the <laughs> Library of Congress. Yes. <laughs> Carla Hayden is the black woman who is the Librarian of Congress. They were talking about the flute for reasons and Lizzo was going to be in D.C. Lizzo, as you probably know, also is a classically trained flautist. Yes. So Carla Hayden's Twitter tried to get Lizzo to come to the Library of Congress to play James Madison's glass flute, not a metaphor. Crystal, Crystal, Crystal. flute. It's, okay. Is Crystal glass? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I uh, Jesus, I just walked myself into a fucking landmine here because, like, I like my my wife like does mineral geology. Museum All right, let's move on. But I think but no, crystals pretty, glass, and yeah. I think you just interrupted me in order to maybe reply guy me. I guess. Well, this is the thing. Oh, I'll come back to it. Okay. <laughs> I should. I, sh I, I, I agree with wife. the premise here. I should get the fuck out of the way. But, uh, <laughs> but at any rate. Long story short, with the exception of social media outrage machine, it all went amazing. Lizzo got to play this historical flute that used to belong to James Madison, notable fucking asshole. And she was adorable, like on social media and in person. Carla Hayden was cool. The Library of Congress was cool. And so then there's a thread by uh, Etrigan, which is essentially... History is freaking cool, you guys, which I think is a quote from Lizzo. And just every librarian loved this. I think a lot of people loved it, except for, again, the social media outrage machine, and they can go fuck themselves, frankly. Yep. Um, I just, I just, you know, I love Lizzo. She makes me so happy that she exists in the world. Carla Hayden makes me so happy that she exists as a librarian of Congress. This was just 
great. Made me very happy. And the thread it, was just yeah. happy people. I, I, I follow almost no like celebrity or big follower count people on social media because like eh, oh there's it, my noisy it, muffler it neighbor hold on sort of all right sorry all right <laughs> I, I i did hear a little bit so that was exciting. yeah right well because um, I, I don't know if this was pre-roll or post-roll that like i'm getting a window fix so all i have is a yeah. screen in right now yeah exactly yeah but um, i'm sorry go on uh yes like she's one of the few like famous people I follow on any social media because like she is consistently delightful and it's not just weird fucking goop ads or something. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I sort of saw like the initial bits. I was like, yeah, Oh, this is fucking great. And then like, you know, she did like a little bit on stage and they did uh, a few different like internal things uh, at the library. Of yeah. Congress. They had a whole bunch and, of like behind the scenes, yeah. like footage was, of her looking at the flutes and, you know, practicing and that kind of stuff. And, and they pointed out that like, it's actually better if these flutes get played because they're musical instruments, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, Adam SC has a really good point in the thread. That's like, this is what happens when you put a librarian in the role of being the librarian of Congress, not just some academic jerk kind of. Yeah. So, like, yeah, really cool. This is, you know, a living archive, ideally. Um, not just like a closet full of stuff that no one ever touches or looks at or interacts with. Um, yes. No, I, I managed to not see any of the shitty outrage stuff. I didn't see it either, actually. Uh, just because um, I'm not going to go looking for like where the shitty comments are going to be. But I saw people reacting to the shitty stuff. I was like, well, I'm not shocked that there was shitty stuff, but also fuck these morons. Well, and that's all, always been kind of my thing with like social media generally is like I think people have a better time on social media if they can ignore the 10% of the shittiest comments. And honestly, the 10% of the kind of blubbering over the top, this is so amazing, watch this puppy, you know, snorkel this turtle kind of thing. And then like if you can focus on that like middle 80%, you usually have a better, more authentic time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. there's people who are harassed that don't, I'm not telling them to ignore their harassment. You know what I mean? But like if other people are just being shitty to other people, um, not even directly, just leaving like stupid comments. Like there was a lot of people being like, oh, of course, like Lizzo gets all this like, Meh. and I think it's absolutely worth making the point that like, as many people did, if she were a skinny white woman, this would be much less of an issue. That said, figuring out how to manage the fact that there are terrible people in the world and most places are open forums and like, you know, block, mute, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. Yeah. I, I just think can make the tools ones that you're able to use. Like we had a yeah. really, oh, sorry, go on. You know, no, I was, I, I was going to say, yeah, like it's, there's a difference between saying, oh, well, just block it and then it doesn't matter that it's there, which, no, it still matters. It absolutely there's also matters. Like, you know, you can still do mitigation to improve your fucking quality of life and, you know, remove yourself from some of the systemic, like, feedback loops there by saying, hey, you know, I'm not going to fucking consume or participate in this gross horse shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. And, yeah. And not amplify the shitty people, honestly, yeah, is I yeah, think which part is the, of it. The biggest issue is, like, when I, when I see a lot about something obviously unambiguously shitty and intended to get attention and i'm seeing a lot about it despite not engaging with it all that's kind of that's people fucking up like you know if you are shoveling their shit into my face 
to make sure that I know that you know that it's shitty. Yeah. Uh, who are you working for at that point? Difficult. Think yeah. about it. Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. And, and it's 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 a tricky needle to thread. We, we had a really uh, interesting is the wrong word, but there was a dust up here locally, um, local transgender kid on a sports team. You can kind of imagine what the outrage was, right? I it, saw, yeah, I, yeah, I saw you tweeting something related to that. But it basically had to do with like locker room politics, some local transphobe kids or maybe probably their parents like were pissed and they manufactured a story that they pitched to the news before the actual story that they were harassing this kid um, made the news and so there was a whole bunch of like outrage machine but very little there there because nobody knew what happened they just knew this one kid who was like I don't have an issue with trans kids but and it's like well then you have a fucking issue with trans kids like you can't just say that and like you know, our state legislature legislator showed himself to just have an absolute lack of understanding about trans issues. So now I'm going to have to give him a call and have a conversation with him um, because he said some shit he shouldn't have said be- just because he's ignorant. You know, uh, yeah. he's a he's a young guy uh, in a rural community. But so I like was like, well, I'm going to make a statement because somebody should and et cetera. And, like, I got a bunch of, like, weird ankle biters on Twitter who were like, rah, rah, rah. And I was like, you know, I'm really torn between my librarian desire to be like, hey, you're wrong about that. Let me talk to you about where you got your facts wrong. And being like, I don't even think they even sincerely feel how they feel. You know, I just think they're on social media to, like, yell at people. Even though some of them are like actual Vermonters and not like Russian bots, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And and it's and it's hard because if you want to like right people's wrongs or like right people's misunderstandings, but sometimes it's better to just not get into a conversation with somebody who's going to turn it into a like blah 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 blah. blah. But what yeah. about but what about you know what aboutism uh, all over the place? So yeah, I mean it's 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 interesting to think about for me. And uh, I really enjoyed watching Lizzo play the flute. Yep, she's 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 super fucking fantastic. I I was lucky enough to see her. Uh, she she performed at XOXO years ago, and it was sort of like pre as much of a blow up as she has had. But she was I mean, still, must have she been, was already right? on her way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was delightful. And then you know she she hung out and like sang karaoke later that evening with, oh. with folks and um, yeah, it was like it was really fantastic. Uh, but I, I I'm pretty sure I found out her from uh, originally like years ago from someone on Metafilter and Twitter like tweeting about probably good as hell. I think the the video for God, that. God, I love that video. Um, anyway, Lizzo, Lizzo's great. Fuck yes. the haters, fuck the morons. Yes. Um. And yes, I did a little bit of research while we were uh, going through that. Uh, so you are correct that crystal is in fact just glass. Although it's Thank not you. just glass, but it's glass. Well, the thing that the thing that fucked me up is like I was like, wait, but crystal? Like, see, glass is not crystal, right? But isn't crystal a rock? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, well it's specifically, glass is amorphous, right? It doesn't have an actual crystalline structure to it. Yeah. It's you know just sort of blobby and whatnot so by definition crystal as in glass that is of the sort that we call crystal is not a crystal exactly Um, 
There's so there's crystal like the confusing. adjective and crystal the noun. Yeah, and that that was what that that my my brain started going into a little bit like wait a second thing there. Uh, hence my uh, dumb interruption. Um, no, it's fine. But now I'm st- but I, 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 I what I realized is like I have no idea what the deal is with like crystal as in like you know crystal where because uh, there's no it can't it can't be carved out of crystal. Right, it can't be just carved right. out of some like extremely clear quartz. That'd be insane. But what if it is? And yeah, no, it's not. It's it's just a specific formulation or sort of like a categorization of formulations of class with the certain percentages of different things um, above or below certain thresholds and whatnot that makes it uh, just have different characteristics. Fascinating. But it's just it's just it's just specific glass. So now I know. Now I can stop trying to imagine people carving glasses out of huge chunks of pristine quartz i guess is the other possibility i was considering i don't know well and you know i i didn't know either i just was pretty sure i don't know yeah yeah we've all learned a thing here today yes exactly there we go um let's see other things uh i liked this post from hippie bear about a project loosely called async i guess it's like a found footage thing. I'm a sucker for found footage, which yeah, is like, yeah. you know, yeah, I've talked about that before. But uh, anyway, it's like weird labyrinthine corridors, which I'm also a sucker for. Um, and this is basically a bunch of footage generated by um, some kid, I think. I, I, if I remember, I think it might be like a 16, 17-year-old. Um, Kane Pixels? Yeah, there we go. Um, hey. Just making this stuff in like, you know, 3D rendering software like Blender, I think, and, 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 and such. So like most of this is not actual footage. There's a little bit at the main link in the um, the, the main link in the post is a good one because it's like 10 minutes long and sort of gives you the whole vibe of the thing. And it starts with like some actual kids fucking around doing some, sh- you know, shabby filming by a dumpster or something. And then... F- the guy with the camera falls through the hole into this weird, strange, underground Ooh. series of corridors. And at that point, we're firmly into, okay, now we're just going to do a bunch of like 3D generation and then also convincing camera movements and good sound effects and film de- degradation to give it a feel like it's actually just grainy video footage. Well, um, and, and Edgigan so a... points out a lot of people have used it as source material for like TikToks and stuff like that. So you may have seen <laughs> it without knowing you've seen it or parts oh, of it. Oh, I might have. Might have, yeah. Um, anyway, it's 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 really well done working with the uh, resources you have. Scrappy horror, but like you know, just like scary rather than like you know gore yeah. uh, stuff. And I, I really liked it. I, I, it's just my vibe. Um, I mentioned House of Leaves on Twitter in passing the other day, and I realized that like, oh yeah, that's that's also in my wheelhouse and also in in hippie bears i think he responded to that saying yeah the leaves well in um, hippie bears like listen to the interview if you want to know more about this he answers a lot of the questions that yeah. people are raising in the thread yeah uh in other sort of uh billionaire news i can't believe i'm saying this but uh <laughs> this thread by will on the 14th of september talking about the patagonia founder who essentially Gave away their company that was worth billions. Oh, uh, yeah. And this links to a, it's an archive.ph link, which is uh, just a, it's a New York Times article about the guy who founded Patagonia and, you know, his kids work there and they're all incredibly wealthy. And he's just a guy who's not that into 
hoarding his wealth and so they made a trust and part of the trust is all going to give the profits to combat climate change, protect undeveloped land. It's really, it's a story that I saw somewhere else, um, but it's it was neat to see the kind of Metafilter uh, conversation yeah. on it, basically. And he did it without getting a tax deduction and blah, 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 blah. So yeah. Thread's interesting. Go check it out if you haven't heard about this story already. I am sorry to talk about billionaires, even good billionaires. <laughs> um. Speaking of horror film stuff, mm. um, there's a post from Etrigan, speaking of Etrigan, about uh, <laughs> a, a movie coming out called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Yes! Uh, because, you know, the, yes! the expiration of the A.A. A. Milne, uh, Winnie the Pooh uh, yes. copyright. Yes. Um, and the movie looks like just absolute shit. Oh, like, of course. <laughs> Terrible. It looks like trash. When when your trailer is not good, when your trailer can't yeah. manage to not when that's like, the look good, like it's best you be can bad. make it. It's like looking at yeah. like Mark Zuckerberg like testifying before Congress, and you're like, that's the best that guy can look. Yeah, yeah. Like like there's a thing. Like there's a long history of not very good horror films that had pretty decent trailers because like if I feel like that's a lot of where, especially in like the sort of indie like horror territory you get a lot of people who want to make a movie but making a whole movie is just literally too expensive um and so what they'll do is they'll make basically a trailer or a teaser short they'll make like a six minute short film or a 10 minute short film or they'll make like a two three minute trailer where they'll like get their best ideas there and they can you know afford to do that and then sometimes they manage to do exactly what they were hoping to do which is get that in front of someone who says oh yeah i'll give you some money make the whole thing and then make the whole thing it turns out they didn't make a very good movie um, but what the trailer's not even <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But it it was it was consequently a fun, goofy thread, and that also involves some jousting about the specific nature of the copywriting question and whether or not this does or doesn't affect Disney. Well, because it's know, weird, the, right? Because Disney made certain versions of the character, and also I believe Tigger is like entirely a Disney creation, if I remember be, correctly. Yeah. This is just yeah. you know remembering for my copyright things. So there's certain things you can do that are out of copyright, but other things you can't do that are still in copyright. Also, Disney, notoriously litigious. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you want to stay the fuck away from them if at all possible. Yep. Uh, the it, only, what? Oh, it's, I, I, I've got a two for here because the, the other horror uh, movie post that will hopefully be about a better movie and definitely about a better trailer is the new Hellraiser movie. Hey! Uh, is coming along, and uh, and and I'm I'm very excited about that. Like, I don't know if it's going to be good, but it can't be as bad as the last half dozen so uh so yeah that's that's an exciting thing i'm excited for some pinhead i'm sure i'll talk about it more once like it exists but uh just throwing that out there cool i love it the only uh other post i had from metafilter was just this one by brandon blatcher who as you may recall lost his wife lisa earlier i believe this year and uh this is basically an article talking about how the stages of grief are not really a thing really like a lot of people read on death and dying that came out like the year after i was born and you know there's the model which basically says there's like whatever denial whatever something yeah denial maybe denial again what is it bargaining depression acceptance dabda yeah. dabda and not darvo if you're if you're trying to talk about grief and you actually say accidentally say darvo darvo is like, what uh deny attack reverse victim and it's it's something that a 
basically abusive people do to oh deal yeah, yeah yeah accusations okay. of abuse yeah um, and so essentially <laughs> very different very different specific roadmap brandon was basically talking about you know people commonly think they know this but really it's just much more complex than this and there are you know things you can like she was only talking to people with life-threatening illnesses this is not the same as like you know people grieving blah 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 and there's some just stories from people talking about uh their process and yeah. different things that have happened to them who that that brought grief into their lives for periods of time so i thought it was a a good a good thread and another one that's good to talk to the metafilter people with and about yeah that's it for me for metafilter you um i've, I've got a few more i'll do a uh... A quick link roundup on stuff that I don't have a ton to say about, but uh, would like to mention, uh, which for one, Louise Fletcher passed away. Um, the actress who played Nurse Ratched in Oh, the yes. Death, famously. A post uh, by Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Winnie the Pooh. And, uh, and also mentioned in there. I never Kyrie knew until Space right Nine. now that was Winnie the Pooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> um. Sorry. I, I I think I probably uh, processed that at some point, but I don't remember having done so. So I'm sort of right there with you. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, Fletcher was great, and it's a nice like thread of a uh, little bit of anecdotes and whatnot. Um, there's a post on the post I need to get around to actually consuming the content of from uh, uh, Nidaria. Nidaria. Oh, um, I love I these weird, um, these weird yes, projects. Uh, this, Thomas Thomas Thwaites is a guy who does weird stuff, and I have at least bounced into a couple of the previous things he's done. Um, but anyway, the, the 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 one at the heart of this post is creating a toaster from scratch, like from literally from scratch, uh, not using any sort of existing materials. Um, and it's it sounds fascinating, and the thread was fun to read, and uh, I look forward to digging into it. So, but I haven't gotten there yet, so I have nothing further to say on that specific subject. Okay. Um, I would also like to mention this uh, sort of roundup after the fact post from Jack Bishop about September twenty first and oh yeah Demi yeah yeah Juibay's, uh Earth Wind and Fire stuff. All I know said, is that Demi didn't do a thing this year. That well, he, is... he said last year that he wasn't doing it again. No, no, no. But he again. said that and... before, too, right? Yeah, yeah. But last year um, he said it, and it was true. Well, I think I think what he said in previous years was like, you know, it might not happen again. And Got I it. think last year he was like, oh, I understand that I've established a bit here, but this is actually it. Like, he just needed to not have this hanging over his head every year for the rest of his life. Um, so it didn't happen, but a lot of people did, like, their own goofy things, and a good. lot of people talked about enjoying it. Um, so I that hope was he very had nice. a chill day that went good. I hope so, too. Um, he's on some new kids' show, too, I think. Aw. Um, Again, something. good energy brings brings light into the world. Yeah, Demi is great. Demi does good stuff. Um, Nona the Ninth is... Uh, out now? Yeah, that's this is this is from. You August, have a so lot of posts for Metafilter. You just let me sprint away thinking you didn't have stuff. 
Well, I mean, I, I, I've got nothing for Asthma Filter. Oh, uh, good. Well, we're going to listen to me <laughs> talk know, for half I, an I hour think I've got, I've got one. Exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, Gideon the Ninth and Harrow the Ninth are two novels in a series that Nona the Ninth is the third in. If you're not familiar with them at all, um, there's some good stuff in this post talking about aspects of it, but it might be a little bit spoiler if you totally dig in. People were pretty good about being By Genji and Prue, who is another uh, Prue poster and uh, is, is it on the steering committee. Is it pronounced Prue, though? What? I always assumed it was Proust. Is it Prue? Well, I mean, for for much of my life, I assumed it was Proust. So you know, I'm I'm getting there in baby steps anyway. Well, I'm, I don't I'm think not, I think that's the only the way Winnie the Pooh expressing... makes sense. Well, but I mean, Winnie the Proust still works because you know you're you're rhyming the major. Uh, it's a slant rhyme, but yeah, you know. I guess Proust, according to what Wikipedia says, if we believe them and my ability to read IPA. Genji and how, how 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 are you on your ability to read IPA? I'm, I'm not good. I but I learned it at one point, and so I can kind of if it. I I know most of it. Yeah. So if it doesn't use the unfamiliar sounds to me, <laughs> I, I do pretty good. I do okay with the vowels, like, and that's that's I think the most useful thing a lot of the time. Anyway, but yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, if you haven't read Gideon the Ninth and Harrow the Ninth then the new one coming out is probably not super exciting news for you, but I'll take this as an opportunity to say, hey, they're fucking great. And if you like a weird, uh, funny, fantasy, strange series written by someone who is like genuinely of a contemporary generation and seems like they hung out on Tumblr um, in terms of their capacity to have contemporary rhetoric tied into a fantasy story, Absolutely read it because I loved it, and it's great. Um, and there's some great talk in there from folks about, uh, among other things, the weirdness from people who read it as queer folks being like, how did anybody not get how queer this book yeah. was? Yes. Um, but then again, like, isn't that pretty much always the story? Like, how, right. <laughs> how, 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 did, how did straight, uh, you know, cis people not figure out that there was something going on? Here? Well, you know, hmm. how indeed. Um, but the, the, one more thing, one more thing, and it's actually my post, but it's not like it's, I'm doing a service showing it up, not anything I accomplished. It's really Waxy's post. Um, uh, Andy Bale was trying to figure out what was going on with some posts about a strange voice showing up. On oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I saw that come across Twitter, but I didn't, did, can you cut to the chase and let me know um, if they figured it out? I don't think that there's been an answer. So um, I'm sorry. Go on and go of, on and yeah. explain it for people. Yeah, who... yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no TLDR for the, what actually happened, but basically, some the the the, the really precipitating factor is a guy named Emerson Collins, who I don't know who he is, but he's some guy on Twitter, um, posted some video of himself sitting on a flight to TikTok. He just like edited together chunks of video he took during a flight where weird noises were coming over the intercom, and the flight crew didn't know what was going on. And everyone was like, what the fuck is this? And it's just like weird, like wordless vocal human noises. Like, meh, meh, you know, stuff like that. Just periodically. Right. Now and then throughout the site. And people were like, what the fuck is going on there? And then a couple of other people like saw that and was like, oh, you know, I was on a flight like in the last month or two and that happened too. And it's been all American Airlines flights and 
no one knows what happened, or at least no one who knows knows what's happened. And, and it, the noise is alarming to the people who can hear it. Like, you're, yeah, if you're on like, the plane, it, you're like, what is happening? Yeah, and it's like coming over the intercom, so everyone can hear it. And like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's bizarre. And the question is like, how did it happen? And who was responsible? And, you know, is this a security issue? Is this a problem someone like hacking the, you know, plane's like announcement system? Because if someone could do it to make weird, like groan noises they could do it to announce a hijacking or something right and cause a real panic you know um although announcing it... a hijacking would probably wind you in jail oh sure sure yeah i mean whether or not you should um like an actual hijacking would land you in jail too so someone who didn't want to go to the trouble of actually hijacking a plane could like you know try and do something a little bit on the cheap side i suppose yeah yeah yeah. Um, maybe it's... anyway it, it's fascinating there hasn't been an answer but there's been a bunch of theories i enjoyed the conversation in the metafilter thread i enjoyed waxy's uh ongoing cataloging of various theories and conversations uh on the blog post that i linked to i'm kind to, of which... amazed no one's been able to figure it out though yeah, well, it's here's the thing. Like the people most likely to figure it out is American Airlines, right? And American Airlines has the least incentive to like say anything publicly once they do. Like you know, the, as far as we've seen, no one else has done this since then. There hasn't been further reports because like now that it's a thing on the internet, next time it happens, a dozen people are going to get footage on their phones, and it's going to be a big holy shit! It happened again, and there's been nothing. There's nothing. So maybe whoever was doing it realized that you know, it had blown up and they needed to fucking cut it out. Um, maybe American Airlines quietly figured out what was going on and like fixed the problem. Maybe someone got fired. I, I don't know. But right. it is it is fascinating that like no one has figured it out and talked about it. No one has found more evidence. No one's come up with like a rock solid foolproof theory. Uh, and it's just a mystery. It's it's like, it's a weird And a bullshit, thing that you would like, think you couldn't have mysteries about still yeah. kind of yeah it's like it's like it's it's like a hacking cryptid situation like somebody pulled something off and no one's quite sure how or why or who and it's just it's there but it's undeniably there it happened like it's there's no getting away from it so it's right yeah it's not a hoax it's just what the fuck is it right um and that that i think that concludes my tour of the last couple months of metafilter stuff that i kept tabs on okay um do you have any uh ask metafilter stuff you would like to talk at length about i do not even so much talking at length or at least not most of them but like you know some list generating ones that i really enjoyed this one by racer 66 what is your favorite song covered by another band like i'm tired of listening to ring of fire by social distortion though or oh sorry no they're they're not tired of that. They love that song, but they're like kind of like that, you know, like, yeah, like they're some... tired of listening to their existing playlist. So they just they're making something. New. Yeah. So like what are some cool covers that are just absolutely your jam? And yeah. um, I guess I didn't comment in this thread because I like uh, there's a lot of covers I like and I've been thinking about it. But clearly then I just wandered off. This was the middle of August and I was, oh, my God, packing, um, you know, Little Nas X cover of Jolene is one that somebody mentioned, which was, <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of kind of amazing. Uh, My Bubba yeah. and Me covers Peach's Fuck the Pain Away. Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan does uh, Little Wing. Some, a couple people point to stuff that's on um, Metafilter Music, which is just cool. And uh, nice. there's just uh, there's just lots of great, lots of great listening. Um, 
Similarly, and this is a thread that I thought should have gotten a lot more attention, uh, not lost, posted like, any particular topic, what video or video channel is the best at that topic? Ah. You know, so like who talks about a thing the best? So like this is a real, like lockpicking lawyer is the best things about lockpicking or why you should be a Marxist. It points to a video. City nerd gives the best quote, bitchy reviews of freeway intersections, unquote. <laughs> and like, there just should be a lot more in that thread because I think a lot of us love watching like YouTube vaguely explainery things. Uh, yeah. And, um, and well, if you've got ideas, thread's still open. You should, uh, you should uh, go over that. Go over there. Um, I asked a question that actually... Um, Sorry. I asked a question that referenced an earlier question, and I, of course, only linked to the earlier question. So I will link to the earlier question and then track down my question. But essentially, as you know, I am a justice of the peace and up for yes. election uh, this year. Again, uh, I've been elected every two years since 2012. It's a little bit wild. And I do a lot of weddings just because I'm easy to contact. I'm happy to do weddings. I do weddings essentially for free because they are my joy. Um, but also, if somebody wants me to do a free wedding, I'll often kind of stitch something together from other weddings that I've done or other things that I think are nice. I'll toss my own stuff in there. And, you know, most of the time, not always, but most of the time, what people want is they want to be married. You know what I mean? They yeah. don't want to write a wedding ceremony. They want to be married. They want to be married in front of their friends and family at an event in a place that is beautiful and then eat food with all the people they love and dance until it's late at night, right? They don't yeah. want to think about their fucking vows or like what to say when you put the ring on somebody's finger. Like some people care, most people don't. But what I like is making a wedding ceremony a little bit sort of topical and meaningful. And I often include like poems that I really like, but after you've done like 25 weddings, maybe you've used the autumn poem enough, you know? <laughs> um, there's there's one by Mary Oliver that I love that, that just, you know, it makes, me, it makes me so happy. If I'm in a certain mood, I'll just, you know, oh, start to cry. Like last night, the rain spoke to me by Mary Oliver. And so I asked for autumn wedding poems. And I noticed as I was searching, like Ask Metafilter posting page says you should do, um, that my friend Matthew had asked a similar question in 2009 because he puts out a little uh, regular thing about uh, for the autumnal equinox. Like just a little like, hey, it's autumn equinox. Here's a poem and a song and a picture of the sun rising. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And nice. so I just asked for autumn poems. I got a whole bunch of really good autumn poem advice from people. And I think I'm actually going to use the one from Iris Gamble, which is a Walt Whitman poem, which is actually a gay love poem, but I don't think the straight people I'm marrying <laughs> know or care. And it doesn't matter, right? Why shouldn't? I mean, it's like what we were talking about before. Why shouldn't you get to use a poem about gay love for straight people getting married, right? It's just about someone you love. Who cares? It's great. Uh, you know, it's not gender specific, uh, but I know. Um, so thank you, Iris Gamble. Thank you, everybody who gave me some good poems. I got some really good ideas. 
and uh yeah i'm i'm excited about that <laughs> i have a very sideways callback to another dumb internet thing hey um, via mary oliver um well somebody gave me another mary oliver poem too which was really cool that was also I, I, apropos i wonder if i can find the this is gonna be i don't, I don't know if I, I think i'll just explain it but uh there's the you know mary oliver uh poem you know where you just need to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves yep. uh, whichever one that is um which someone quoted in reference to uh the adam levine sexting thing that oh god around because like one of the one of the tweet you know texts going around was like that body of yours is absurd and they were like mary oliver when they see your soft animal body or <laughs> but it was just it was such a perfect like this is this is this is great a fucking uh tweeting bullshit um that's all yeah no i appreciate it i appreciate it i missed that when it happened i had to have know your meme explain that one to me yeah because yeah, i just saw it was, everybody it texting funny, about it but... what <laughs> it, well, yeah yeah, yeah I, you, there wasn't much to miss but it was a good day of riffing yes um yeah and uh oh yeah autumn poems yeah and uh now that i am 54 uh i had some advice actually i don't know if i had advice in this thread at any rate unicorn chaser asked a question about like hey are you an older me fight enjoying a happy healthy older age um they're taking care of elderly relatives who are 67 and 88 um and, you know, thinking about health and, and, and what things sort of to pay attention to, like what, what is, what can I be doing now that will help ensure a healthy older age, yeah. basically. And, you know, lots of, lots of good, lots of good advice from people, things to think about, things you can do, just little changes you can make in your life now that will make a difference when you're older um yeah it was just a really good a really good really good thread and uh i liked it nice and i think i have one more actually all right uh this thread by lork which is talking about how you say we don't know in your field specialty so, like, if you're a doctor and you don't know how a disease started, you say it's idiopathic. Right. You know, if you've got an archaeological artifact and you don't really know what it was used for, you're like, ritual purposes, you know, which is kind of a joke, but also maybe it happens. Like, what are technical terms that mean we're not really sure about the thing? You know, so like in the art world, Vacapinta points out, you might say attributed to, meaning we're not really <laughs> sure who did it, but we think this is who did it. And uh, Zambador yeah. mentions the thing I often bring out. You talk about birds, you talk about LBJs, little brown jobbers, uh, that that kind of thing. And so it's just kind of a neat thread with people talking about um, their specific their specific. Uh, areas uh miles per flower talked about in crosswords you put var at the end of a clue and it says this is like a variant spelling you know or maybe it yeah. means this is just not spelled right but it needs to fit in the grid <laughs> uh kind of thing um so at any rate uh it's a it's a neat thread tlas yeah, three-letter acronyms uh 
NOS, not otherwise specified in psychiatric uh, does diagnoses. Uh, FLB, I don't know. At any rate, reading reading it while I'm talking to you, but it's kind of a delightful thread where yeah. a lot of Metafilter people get to talk about their specialties and uh, just how 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 they say we don't know in their specialty. Yeah, it, was, I, it made me wonder if anyone brought up like you know, well, the idea of being trivial, which was like something like math is not my specialty per se, but like the idea in in general in math that you see people you know describe things as trivial when what they mean is like, you know, we actually know this, you know, so if you're doing a proof where you're like trying to like make some specific new observation, then all you need to do is like establish that observation and then point to something that otherwise, you know, has been ever done and say, well, it's trivial. And the trivial thing might be like a 20 page proof. That's incredibly. But what it means is we all share the knowledge that this is a thing that is known. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we've all agreed that, at this point, the work has been done, so this is now trivial. Um, and so in that sense, like, you could probably describe anything, like, any problem as non-trivial that you just fucking don't know. But, right. Uh, but I'm not sure how, like, properly that's even lingo. But, right. Uh, but yeah, no, I know, great, I know what I you mean. Sort of I bring that up a lot when people are like, whoa, why don't you just recode the site in PHP? You're like, it's not a trivial problem. Like, yeah. I actually changed like one of the words in the footer just to <gasps> test out that I knew how to do the Excellent. thing. Excellent. Although as I'm saying that. Did, did you change it on staging or did you change it on the I changed server? it on staging. Frimble said they push it to live and now I'm looking at it and it is not on the page that I'm looking at. Is, is it on oh, the I understand. The subsite you're looking for. <laughs> Fuck, are they different? <laughs> they might be. I want. I want to say the footer is something that Frimble eventually got uh, standardized actually across all sites, but I'm not going to quote anything or put anything on them there because like that's we've probably talked about this before, but that's one of like the un uh, uh, unlikely bits of things people don't assume about the code base is that like anything that shows up on more than one subsite probably has a very good chance of being its own copy of a similar stack of code for that subsite rather than right. it all being built around one. And boy, howdy, what a decision that was. At uh, some point. Yeah, no, this ago, is wild. I, Frimble <laughs> said they pushed it to live and I'm not seeing it. So I'll take it, it up with it Frimble. Also, yeah, it could also be a thing where there was some sort of conflict in a, in a merge and it got subsumed I doubt it. somehow. Nobody's, or nobody's messing with thing. the footers. Um, I just changed Metafilter Network Incorporated to Metafilter LLC, just just to test that I knew how to update the uh, files. So I'm not seeing it. Yeah. I do see the little oh, Unicode yeah, I, I snowman. Wonder, Let's see if I we wonder. can figure it out. Taking a, yeah, no, I can't find it either. Uh, oh, I, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, are we, <laughs> are y'all an LLC now? Is that the, the new corporate structure with the, the new incorporation? Yeah. Were you incorporated before? Yeah, we were. We Does were it matter? So, hence, I, I mean, it it talk to your lawyer. It doesn't particularly matter. Um, the the nature of the business structure changes some things for like whatever. I'm not even going to opine on it. I I ultimately I don't think it probably does matter. And I think you know if you decide it does matter, you can always reincorporate under different form if you want to. But um, LLCs is what almost everybody does because if you're a small business, it's sufficient. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was my feeling. Your taxes might be slightly different than mine were, but, you know, whatever. We'll figure that out next year. Right. Um, 
But yes. Yeah, that is all of my Ask Me to Filter stuff. Did you have anything else you wanted to point to? The only thing I was going to mention was the steering committee has checked in. And so there's a nice long thread about, you know, who they are, what they're doing, what's going on, etc. I might even read that at some point. Yeah. Well, Um, you don't have to, but other people could. No, it's it's, it's nice, right? Yeah, I I think other people should read it. Um, But yeah, no, yeah, I've, I've been pinged a couple times over the last, you know, while to to help out with like answering this or that question but i've mostly been just blissfully unaware and happy other people are doing work on this stuff so thanks steering committee thank you Jessman. uh thank you thank you mod team um you're all great um oh there was also a meta talk post about somebody buying uh the meta filter um what <laughs> the, the, there was a post about uh podcast you were on with uh oh right 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 i was i was gonna say what are you okay (laughs) sorry sorry. yeah well i just read about it in my local paper so i don't know about you yeah yeah i I, in fact that's i I thought that was the post i was pulling up i grabbed the wrong one but uh well not the wrong one but yes well because i think i only mentioned it in the paper like on twitter because yeah you know hey i made my local paper it's not interesting news for metaphors it's more interesting news like for me but yeah, there, there was a post about this thing in, in your local paper, I want to say, or something. I don't know. I'll find it. Um, anyway, yeah, that was that was nice. Yeah, it's all been, 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 been kind of neat. I've been I've been enjoying seeing little bits of like, you know, oh, yeah, this is a thing. That well, and that was a particularly around. good interview because Ethan uh, Zuckerman is really like a, an old Internet person like myself. And so yeah. we could really you know, really dig deep and talk about stuff. And he's also a civics nerd. So the second half of the podcast was all me talking to him about civics and really not about Metafilter at all. Let's see. Ah, here's, it was a post on the blue was the other one I was thinking of. Um, with the texts of simply meet the new boss, which <laughs> I enjoyed. Um, yes. But yeah, that was yeah, that, that was, was like right that, after that, my that birthday, and so I think yeah. I I think I missed it entirely. And you made a funny joke about <laughs> them misspelling your name, but then they fixed it, and then you deleted your comment. Yep. Exciting days here. Adorable, <laughs> adorable. Um, trying to remember, I feel like there were a couple other uh, things on MetaFilter or on on MetaTalk that I. Well, and oh, I have know, access to upload the podcast now, so you don't even have to worry about that point once the oh, file is, is done. Oh, that is so it? exciting! That is so exciting. I think I think I wanted to mention this just random. This was this this is, I just liked this as something that I like glanced at the page and I saw. And I was like, that oh, is yeah, that yeah, is yeah. a classic meta talk discussion. This is a discussion uh, Zoomador post asking for people about their use of TFA as you know shorthand for the fucking article to refer to an article and whether people are using that with an intention of it having the same sort of like edge and acerbicism that the classic RTFA read yeah. the fucking article assertion has or using it in a more neutral way. It's like, hey, I read I the fucking the article. Gonna or, be or, like or the fucking article, are... just like, yeah, just using the word yeah. fucking just for emphasis. And I, I sort of glanced at it. It's like, I bet this is going to be a mix of people who have different feelings about it. And, and it, it was. It's a mix of people who have different feelings about it. And it's like, it's, this is just classic how, how we talk about how we talk. Yeah, I, I enjoy... I enjoy people having that kind of meta talky. Let's just sort of like think about rhetoric. Uh, when yeah, there's not no, like huge too. stakes, it's not something that like 
let's talk about this like actively marginalizing rhetoric or let's you know something like that where like those are good conversations too but they're harder uh it's a lot more high stakes when people are disagreeing about that stuff whereas this is like oh yeah this is a thing that we variously do for some reason i don't know so yeah it was nice it's just, it just nice to see a little bit of that uh that sort of thing um i don't think i have anything else we you know we skipped right past uh Projects, oh, projects and I jobs. I haven't paying enough attention to projects. So I think we're just going to say, well, if you miss it, come back next time. Um, but also go look at projects and jobs. Go do it. Um, yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple jobs. Man, one of them, Space Kitty needs help putting a couch together. I wish I were closer. I'm pretty close. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm confusing Space Kitty with Kitty. Forget it. <laughs> and wrong, I assume because this name. was early September, they're done. <laughs> because it's just exactly, they're still sitting there with the pieces just like oh man i mean honestly i <laughs> i say that but then like i just cleaned out a bunch of shit from my basement that's been sitting there for like months so Congratulations. It's like, yeah, maybe maybe it's still it was good it was a, it was a, it was a it was a dumb you know it was like it was just like a you always hope that like you'll get stuff done because like you're feeling like sort of energized and peppy. And you're like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna get some stuff today. But sometimes you get stuff done because you're like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna get some. Yeah, and it was more that vibe. But it I happened. mostly get stuff done because I'm outrunning other terrors. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean that 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 can do it too. And I yeah. need to stay busy and not just like whatever, waiting yeah. for a phone call or whatever the thing is. You know, like like yeah. waiting for the results of my mammogram or something, which came out fine. But like until you know it but comes waiting, out fine, yeah. you're worried. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Well, at at the risk of just wandering off into some ten minute fucking divergence on something else, maybe we should just call a podcast and say, "Hey, we we did there. Yeah. We we got that." I call it a we, podcast. We... I told the guy who's putting in my window, I'd be done about four fifteen, and remarkably, we're very close to that. Look at this. Yeah, we're hitting it on the fucking head. I appreciate right. you making the time as always, and I like talking yeah. to you. It is as always a delight, and uh, it's it, it's yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. I like talking to you. I like talking about this this place. And I like that people like us talking about this place. Yes. I like it all. Yes. All right. Okay, well, goodbye. Okay, goodbye. Maybe no telling what's coming up next.